Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring A Course in Miracles, Dream Interpretation, Guided Meditation, and the Psychic and Metaphysics Free-for-All. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's a pleasure to have you with us today as we discuss past lives. Many times we could be experiencing something in our present life that is difficult to understand. And often there is a past life issue that went unresolved that is contributing to what we're experiencing today. So the the information that we get from past lives can be very therapeutic and can also answer some questions um, that ricochet around in our minds um, with regard to physical issues, mental issues, uh, money issues. Uh, I myself had quite a few past lives that impacted my financial landscape in this current incarnation. So if you feel that um, you're having an experience and, and would like some past life information on that, call into the show. Just dial 347-934-0751 and press 1. Uh, We thank everyone for their patience, and we will try to get to as many calls as we can. Today, let me tell you about my guest, clairvoyant energy healer, Dr. Leslie Phillips, returns to the show to explore past lives, as we have been saying, and help you overcome a past trauma or an unresolved issue so that you can move forward. We need to create some balance in our lives, and this is a useful way to do it. Dr. Leslie will help you understand where you are in your spiritual growth cycle and how a past life experience is assisting you in deepening your compassion and understanding for your current circumstances. Learn to detach the threads to past life emotional patterns to create positive, a positive, harmonious present. If you would like to um, visit her website while you're listening, visit drlesliephillips.com, and that's spelled D-R. L-E-S-L-E-Y-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S.com. I think I got that wrong. I'll check with Dr. Leslie in a moment, but it might be one L. Dr. Leslie, just to let you know a little bit about her, she is trained as a biotech research scientist, but is also a clairvoyant, spiritual teacher, and counselor, meditation teacher, and energy healer who empowers others to take charge of their lives by teaching them to develop their intuition, healing, and creativity. She's the author of The Midas Tree, a novel similar to the magical style of Harry Potter. This would make a great gift if you want to give a gift to a young 
um, young person in your life or even to an adult. It's a fantastic read. And Dr. Leslie does a variety of readings, including medical intuitive sessions. So visit her website to book a private consultation or a mentoring session, which she can conduct by phone or Skype to anyone around the world, and also for inspiring products and training and mentoring programs for all ages that she offers. Dr. Leslie also holds private and corporate meditation workshops. Just to let you know, uh, a very special offer is being extended to all listeners. Anyone who subscribes to her website will get five free special gifts and a free one-card reading. All you need to do is ask your question, and the answer with the card will be emailed to you. And she also has a very, an additional very special offer. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Leslie. It's wonderful to have you. Hi, Charlotte. Great to be back. And uh, by the way, Phillips does have two L's in it, so it does. you did okay. say my website correctly. Yes. Perfect. All right, so drlesliephillips.com with two L's. And what is this other special offer you'd like to extend to everyone? Okay, so um, so at the moment, up until Christmas, I am offering 25% off any of my readings or mentoring um, sessions. So if you go to my website, there's a page that says special offers and you can actually purchase a gift certificate. You can either give it as a gift to friends or family or you can even use it yourself, give yourself a present of a, of a reading from me. So that's in addition to if you subscribe to my website, you can as a subscriber receive five free one card readings a year and um, and there's some other goodies on there as well. Sounds terrific. I love it. Also, if you enjoy our segments together, uh, Dr. Leslie and I, we do have a lot of fun with these, and a lot of wonderful information is shared. You can listen to all of her appearances on the show by visiting my website, spiritualinsightsradio.com. All of the episodes are organized by category, whether you're looking for information on past lives, money, energy, relationships, uh, mental, emotional, and physical health. It's all categorized and easy to go through. Go ahead and click on the link that you want to listen to, and it will take you right to that specific page. So let me tell everyone how it works. Uh, I'll bring you on the air um, in the order that the calls are received, but I'll bring you on the air by announcing your area code, and you can ask a question about a situation in your life. And Dr. Leslie, uh, the spotlight will be on her today. She will go into a past life to see what information she can pull and present that to you and Dr. Leslie you also provide some healing information as well yeah sure we'll see what comes up but absolutely we can provide some information on how to um, address any issues that come up okay and if you're guided to do a healing you'll do that as well absolutely okay so you can when I bring you on the air you can ask a, a specific question about a situation in your life um Specific questions are encouraged, but general questions are also okay if you would just like to know who you were in a past life. So at the moment, the lineup for the first five callers is area code 901, then area code 678, then 509, 562, 917. And as we get through the calls, I'll announce the lineup further down the line. All righty, so why don't we just go to the phones? Sounds great. Okay, here we go. Area code 901, bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. Are you a first-time listener? 
I've listened before, I believe. Your voice sounds familiar. Oh, that's nice to hear. <laughs> and what's your question for Dr. Leslie? What's your name, by the way? My name is Lenise, and my question is on a relationship. I just can't seem to stay in one. It's like the person gets afraid of something and they move away. It ends well, and then suddenly um, it begins well, and suddenly just dwindles or fizzles out. Mm. Okay. All right, so we'll take a look at that for you. Um, Give me a moment. Okay. I'm just tuning into your energy. And, of course, we'll see if we can get a past life that relates to this as well as some present life information. And um, okay. actually, I am seeing, I am seeing, because the theme is past lives today, and I am actually seeing a past life lighting up quite strongly. And so, um, let me just. Usually, I like to sort of orient myself by looking at you right now, and then go to the past life. So, um, okay. Let's see. But I think I'm going to do it the other way around. So bear with me. I'm going to go into the past life because that's looking really bright. Okay. So a past life is coming up and you are in a male body. And it looks as though... What I'm picking up, actually, is that it um, looks like you're blind. And you it, it looks like it's somewhere in southern Europe, perhaps the Middle East, because it's, it's, it's sunny. And, and the image that I'm seeing is, is that you're, you're standing by the side of a, of a dusty road, but the road is really, really busy. And you're, I mean, basically what you're doing is you're asking people to help you. Um, So I guess because you're blind and you can't take care of yourself, you know, what you do is you stand by the side of this busy road and you ask people who are passing by if they, you know, will make a donation to you to help you to um, survive. And um, and I'm seeing that it's, it's tough out there. It, it's a busy road and most people pass you by. Most people, um, you know, you can hear the carts passing by and the people walking and talking and um, and occasionally occasionally somebody stops and, you know, utters a kind word and presses a coin into your hand. And when this happens, it's like you're really, really grateful that somebody has paid you attention, that somebody has seen you, that somebody has... Um, felt that you are, 
you know, worthy of, uh, enough for them to um, stop by. But I, you know, I'm also seeing that it's there's some issues in that life of self worth and um, feeling unworthy because you have to beg for you know attention and assistance and and it and it looks like you you also really you're you're very grateful when somebody stops and not only gives you a coin but actually talks to you and is kind to you so i'm going to take a look at why that past life is coming up and how that relates to the question that you have asked about Okay, and I and I'm seeing that one of the the, the the theme to pick up on here is this theme of self worth and worthiness because I'm seeing that this relationship pattern it's it is it's like ships passing in the night. I mean, it's a bit quicker than um, you know, it's a bit they last a bit longer than the people that stop and talk to the blind person in that past life. But by the by the same token, it's it's people flowing through your life and it's sort of like because you're not getting one that is a committed and long-term relationship then every time that the relationship ends it's hitting you on this self-worth button this unworthiness button this what is wrong with me what is wrong with me um button and so I'm going to take a look at um, a bit more about that. Okay. Because that, that's really what the current spiritual growth cycle is about, actually. It's about, it's about you dealing with the self-worth issues and it's about you validating that you don't need an external person uh, to to validate you and make you, um, you know, you are, you're a part of God. You're love and you're light. You are love, and and so it's a it's an illusion to believe that in order to be complete that comes from another human being you're already complete and you can access that feeling of love from inside of you and if i take a look at well why are these why are these relationships ending why are they dwindling away it looks like you're on a spiritual level you're purposefully creating it that way because you're purposefully wanting to keep on challenging yourself to deal with your issues of self-worth and so it seems to me that like until you do that until you really um realize that you are worthy just as you are um, and until you love yourself, you know, more completely than you do now, on a spiritual level, it looks like you're creating this to say, oh, I have some self-worth issues and it was my plan this lifetime to deal with them. It was my plan, 
you know, I didn't deal with them in that lifetime. It's my plan this lifetime to deal with it. So I hope that gives you a spiritual insight to your uh, your question, Lenise. Okay, yes, it does. Good. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for calling in, Lenise. Good luck All right, to you. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. Going to area code 678, bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Hi, I'm Tanika. Hi, Tanika. And what is your Hi. question, dear? Um, well, I was just calling in to see if I would hear from past loved ones, but basically just general will be fine with me. Okay. About a past so life? Yes, um, oh. loved ones that has passed. Right, but we're talking about past lives today. Did you want yes, to ma'am. try to figure out about a past life and a situation in your life that's currently going on? Yes, ma'am. Okay. What would you like to – do you want to just go general, Dr. Leslie? Yes. Okay. Sure. Let's just see what comes up for you, um, Tanika. And and also, like I did with the other lady, I'm going to look at you in the present lifetime and then find a past life that can help you. Um, so bear with me. So – It looks like you're going through an enormous amount of growth right now in your current lifetime. Have you, when you you know how you wanted to ask about people who passed away, have you had some losses very recently in your life? Yes, ma'am. Right. And And it looks like those losses that you've had very recently in your life has just really thrown you into a huge growth period. And, um, because I, and I'm and I'm seeing that um, on the one hand it's an opportunity. On the other hand, I'm seeing at the moment you're just your energy is um, feeling quite uh, what shall we say disassociated or diffused um, because of the it, it, because of the I guess the the shock of the losses. And it's sort of like, well, where does that leave me now in in my life? So I'm going to take a look at, um, see if there's a past life that can help us with some of this. And there's a few lighting up. And so I'm going to go to one that is a relatively recent past life and take a look at what's going on. Hang on. life in a way to the lady that just was on um, some some hard hard lives are coming up today so um, in this life I'm seeing you also in a male body and I'm seeing you working on the railroad system and it looks like it's in North America when they were originally laying the railroads in North America that you were somebody that worked on actually laying the railways. And it it looks like really hard work. And um, for not much pay. And so, um, you know, and you're in a group of people who are um, 
struggling. And so, and something is coming up. Looks like there's a, a person who worked on the railroad with you who, I mean, basically what happened was that they fell ill and passed away while they were working alongside you. So it looks like they had some kind of a funny turn and you, it was a friend, a really close friend of yours, like a buddy that you worked with every day. And even looks like the the lodgings that you had, you you kind of bunked together as well, and um, and so I see you giving this person, you know, like water from a tin cup as he sort of sits on the side of the thing, and that, but but I I'm seeing that he basically was just stretched off from you know one day at work he just collapsed and passed away, and it looks like you. Neither of you were very old when that happened, that he, you know, maybe in your 30s. And it, it just shocked you to the core because um, you hadn't expected it. And you, it's just like one minute your best friend was there and the next minute they weren't. And it, it, I'm just seeing it, it, it it took a, a, a lot of adjustment to them not being there, but it also it also made you question the nature of life and death and reality, you know, and also made you question your life and what am I doing with my life and how am I spending my life and I and I I I want to I want to make it better. Because one minute you're here and one minute you're not, as happened to your friend. So I'm seeing that from that um, from that that moment in that lifetime was a pivotal moment that actually changed your thinking about your own existence and your own mortality, and actually caused you then to make some changes in your life and. And I'm seeing that um, it took a few years, but you're actually, because um, it looks like um, as they were building the railroads, you were sort of traveling as the railroad was traveling kind of thing. But but anyway, it looks like you got out of that life, but somewhere along the line, you stopped and got some different work um, in a new town and... Um, Eventually ended up making something of yourself. Eventually ended up having, you know, a, a family and a home, and um, and and it, it always was down to that moment of that friend passing away in front of you that caused you to reflect and make that change. Now, how does that relate to what's going on with you in the current life? Well, I'm seeing that you're just in a very similar growth period. That. Um, you know, the, 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 and you didn't mention who, who, who is it that passed away in this lifetime recently? Um, my grandfather passed away um, on Thursday, and on Wednesday night, I had a dream that um, I passed away, and I saw my husband 
uh, in a lot of pain. And it was just ironic that that dream happened and then the day after my grandfather passed. Right. So I'm seeing that the man that I just was talking about in that past life was your grandfather. And, and I think so, it was because he worked on a railroad. Right. So that was oh, very interesting. Yes, yeah, so it was. It, I'm getting shivers. So it was your grandfather, and so your grandfather passing away now in this life has triggered, I guess in a way, there's a resonance, there's a connection with that prior life where he, you know, you were a friend of his and he passed away. And on both occasions, it has stimulated you into massive spiritual growth about Yes, because I feel like like now, um, after that dream, I felt like that was a wake-up call for me to rededicate my life and my um, spirituality with God and and everything to to just try within this life frame to do better than what I am because it seems like I keep running into this wall where I can't just get ahead. So Right. Exactly. So it's it's a mirror. It's a, it's it's a very similar situation to the one that I just read in that past life. And exactly, you're using your grandfather's death in exactly the same way as a as a spiritual wake up call to get you to question things and to get you to make some changes in your life direction. Very good. So I hope that that's helped you, Tanika. Okay. I, I thank you. Thank you, Tanika. Good luck, and we're sorry to hear about your grandfather, but we know he's with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Interesting that, yeah, the yeah. grandfather was the friend, and that was that's why I was kind of feeling that. I didn't want to interrupt, but then it came out, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and it, it's probably worth us pausing and mentioning here to the people who are listening in. We tend to incarnate together with our soul group. So mm-hmm. if you look around your life right now, the people in your life are not strangers. They're not somebody that you've met for the first time in this lifetime. They're people that you've known through many lives, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, it, it's, it's very common obviously, to to meet characters we know now in our past lives and for the relationships to maybe be a little bit different as well. Sure. And I'd also like to add that um, sometimes we come in to learn about a specific situation, such as death. Like Tanika obviously um, had that focus uh, in that past life because of the shock of the sudden loss of the best friend. And you start to wonder, you know, why did God take this person from me? And if you have, at the end of your life, these resonating thoughts of confusion or resentment or, you know, a lack of forgiveness and understanding, then you generally choose to say, well, let me explore that again or again. And in my life, death played a role in an interesting way and caused me to sit up and pay attention to it. And then, you know, just when I really thought I understood it completely, someone passed away tragically in my life and ripped everything in half. 
So I had to, I went through the grief cycle very thoroughly, shall I say. And I have it on good authority that death will no longer play such a prominent um, position in my life. Because now I do understand it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. So it could be uh, that people come, they want to learn more about money energy. They want to learn about life and death. They want to learn about sexuality. So it could be a, right. a resonating theme. All right, let's move exactly. on to area code. Mm-hmm. Did you want to add to that? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was going to add to that. And I was just going to say that, um, you know, the, I also often will see that somebody will you'll come in multiple lifetimes on the same scene, but each lifetime you might be seeing it from a slightly different perspective. And the Mm -hmm. example there is, you know, a lifetime as um, an invalid. And you might be learning all about receiving. You put yourself in a situation where you're forced to to receive. And then you might have another lifetime where you're a nurse or a mother or a physician where you are giving. And over those two lifetimes, this is a simple example, but over those two lifetimes, you're balancing your giving and receiving and you're expanding your consciousness on that polarity of giving and receiving. And we could make up an example for pretty much anything at all mm-hmm. um, to describe, to, to exemplify what, I, what I'm saying there. Yes. there's. I mean, there's millions of examples because there's limitless lives and situations and uh, the players in our lives, the people who sign up to help us learn these lessons. Um, Obviously, Mm -hmm. Tanika and her grandfather said, well, let's do this again, and I'll be the grandfather, you be the granddaughter, and then we get to, you know, work through this again. I gave a reading to someone many years ago, and it was interesting you mentioned Involute because in the past life, she was a male, she was an invalid from the age of like 15 to her death. And in this life, once I once I uncovered how she became an invalid in the past life, and I get a keyword when I do a past life reading, like your keyword, her keyword was mobility. And mm. I took it to mean her ability to move to a new residence. I, I just That's what my brain told me, not my intuition. I just said, okay, that must be what this is. But as I went through the past life and how she became an invalid and um, a paraplegic, turned out in this lifetime she's had trouble walking all her life there's pain that runs down one leg doctors could never find any cause so that that solved that that mm-hmm. little mystery well let's go back to the phones uh the new lineup is area code 509 then 562-917 then 716 we'll get to you as soon as possible and bringing you live on the air area code 509 welcome to the show what's your name Good afternoon. Um, thanks for taking my call. My name is Erica, and I kind of want to know, like, a past life, um, like, experience. Okay. In general? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a past All life. Right. Like, who was I? Well, let's take a look. <laughs> let's take a look, Erica, at you. Mm. So, um, first thing I want to say is, you know, and this applies to anyone calling in today, basically. You've all had lots of past lives. <laughs> We're just picking one out of literally, you know, maybe thousands. So um, so that's the first thing. But I, I will pick out one. And but again, as with the others, I'm just going to quickly check in with you 
um, and the current spiritual growth cycle, the main spiritual growth cycle that you're in. Yeah, and um, um, because I I know that our souls are eternal, right? But then, like, yes. um, that means that we have so many lives. But then, like, what is the completion? Like, I know that there is a point where it's like you already learned everything you should, and then, like, what happens to us? Well, my perspective is that um, we go on expanding <laughs> always. That's kind of what the game is. Now, I, I I believe that you reach a point where you might choose um, different experiences than in this physical three-dimensional reality. But actually, in actual truth, you already are. Because the truth is you are an eternal, multidimensional spiritual being and what that means what that means is um, my favorite way of, of 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 explaining past lives to people is to is this to use the analogy of um a disco ball right you've seen those disco balls with all the mirrors and then there's all the little lights moving around on the floor if you think mm-hmm. of the disco ball as though it was your soul and the little lights that are moving around on the floor as um, as, the, as your lifetimes. Now, each lifetime exists within three dimensions, it exists within time and space. And there's the illusion that there's a little spot of light before it that is a past life and a little one in front of it that is a future life. But from the perspective of the soul, where there is no time and no space, there's, there is no past, there actually is no past or future. There's just what that soul is creating, but what you know, and some of the creations of that soul are projections into physical reality. One of which is, you know, uh, Erica right here, right now. But yeah. you also create. You're also creating on other planes of existence, on other dimensions of reality, from the perspective of your soul. So it's very hard to explain. Um, these concepts from the mm-hmm. human mind to the human mind because we do tend to think in a very linear fashion. But my perspective is that you are experienced, you are put you are projecting aspects of your consciousness in order to have different experiences so that you can contribute to the expansion of everything. And yeah, that never stops. Mm -hmm, Because then you get into, like, we are all one, and then it's, like, kind of does make sense because we, on our previous lives, like, we can be a male or a female, like, and all that, you know. What about, never mind, I don't want to get into that. Like, I have so many questions, but I'd rather get into my life. Yeah, I will look look at your life. But you're right, yes, I mean, ultimately, yes, we are all one. And Mm -hmm. oneness is an aspect of the heart chakra. And actually, so you can tune into that oneness through your heart chakra. And one of the things that that will do for you is it will help you to see where you fit as a projection of individuated consciousness amongst that whole. Because in these lifetimes that we're living now on Earth, we've individuated ourselves, we've purposely separated ourselves from the whole and focused ourselves into this uh, three-dimensional reality precisely because there are experiences that we can have here that we can't have anywhere else. 
we're, we're, we're on the cut, cutting edge of, of, of the universe here on planet Earth in this heavy three-dimensional reality where we've... Re- because it, it, it's, it's the difference of like really, really focusing on something very specific versus being merged in with everything. Um, and so you're like a, like a lens on something specific is what you're doing by projecting this life. Anyway, let's, that, that's a little bit of a, an aside, but let's take a look at um, you in the current life and, um, and also in the past life. Mm-hmm. So in the current life, um, the, the growth cycle that I'm seeing you in, actually it has to do with making choices. And so you're towards the end of the current growth cycle, and we go through many cycles of growth and change in any one lifetime, towards the mm-hmm. end of this current one. And it's sort of like you've been exploring different things that might bring you joy, that might make you happy. And, um, and it's sort of like you've had your fingers in many different pies, and now it's like, you know, I think I need to choose. I need to choose. And um, and so it's choosing on the basis of um, it, it, and so some things are coming up. It's like how to choose. And, and my guidance would be to choose the thing that gives you the most joy. But some other things that are coming up is, you know, fear of choosing the right thing and, um, you know, some programming about what you ought to do versus what you really would like to do. So, so that's where you are right now. Let's look at a past lifetime that actually maps to that experience and see. Um, let's see. I'll see what comes up. Well, everybody, everybody phoning up. Is, 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 I'm seeing them in a male body, and this, um, it doesn't mean that you haven't had female bodies and male bodies and all sorts. But the, the lifetime that I'm seeing is um, somewhere in the ancient in the orient and have you ever seen films where they carry the emperor around in like a box (laughs) yeah 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 he's sitting in the box and it's got handles and there's sort of like servants sort of carrying him around well seeing you be sitting inside one of these boxes being carried around (laughs) and um (laughs) and it looks like um you've Obviously, you were somebody quite important. And so I see that where you, it's like your own personal taxi cab, but it looks like where it takes you is, um, uh, what should we call them? Matters of state. Uh, Places where you're having to go and have have a public appearance, make an announcement, uh, you know, read a, a, a speech of some kind. So um, and so, it looks like there's a certain degree of etiquette and a certain degree of expectation and um, a certain degree of let's call it like ritual. It's just like you're 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 fulfilling a role, and there are expectations that go with that role, and you know and you know and you kind of you just you have to do them and get on with them. And so I, I'm seeing in that lifetime you were your your self expression and your creativity was very much limited by expectations of others 
Um, and because it's like it's like you couldn't say, well, I just feel like staying at home today, because there was an expectation of you in the position that you were in that you couldn't just stay at home today. This is what you had to do. Um, yeah. And so, and so, uh, and so, the symbol of being in a box is actually quite apt because it was like you were literally and metaphorically in a box. Um, and, 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 and that lifetime you chose on purpose because you wanted to experience what it was like to be limited by all of those expectations. But the current lifetime feels like you're really wanting to break out of that box, which is where you're at now. Where you're at now is I want to make the choices that feel good for me, not the choices that meet with the expectations of others. That's so true. That's a nail? Sounds like that's a nail, huh, Erica? Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting, Emperor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very cool. So so it's it's interesting. You can see the contrast between limitation and freedom and wanting to spread your wings and fly, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, this life, I'm pretty much, like, you know, if I want it, like, I'll really work for it and I'll get it. Like, because I'm a female doesn't mean I can't take on guy jobs, you know? (laughs) Um, Like in government and things like that, so... Yeah. Rock on. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope you um make make the choice that brings you the most fulfillment and, and helps others at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Okay then. Well thank you for your time. Um I it was a shocker that I was like an emperor, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Eric. Yeah. Thanks for calling into uh-huh. the show and recommend it to your friends, okay? Uh-huh. Have happy holidays. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. I'm put you, I'll put you on hold so you can continue to listen. Okay, well, that was interesting, too. Moving mm-hmm. on to area code 562. Do you need a break, Leslie? No, no, I'm You're fine. fine. Okay, area code 562, bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. What's your name? I'm Cheryl. Hi, Dr. Leslie. Hello, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Are you a first-time listener or caller? I think so, yes. Awesome. Well, welcome. What is your question for Dr. Leslie? I'm open to a past life reading, how it uh, is affecting this life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how to sure. improve and make it better and get over it. And What did I do that was so bad? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Must have been awful. Oh, a horrific person oh. in my yeah, life. So I, I think I'm think being punished. I must have been bad in a past life if my current life is like this and it, you know, from a spiritual perspective, it's just all experiences we are creating in order to expand ourselves. But anyway, I'll take a look, Cheryl, um, at the current life and then a past life for you. Yeah, the current life, um, I can see the, the feeling of struggle that you're talking about. And um, the major growth cycle that I'm tuning into has to do with affinity and self-love. So it looks like you're at the very beginning of a growth cycle where the objective is to expand how much you love and accept yourself. 
But right now, because you're at the beginning of it, you're getting into judging yourself. And um, let's just take a look. Well, and it also looks like you had some external influences from other people where they have judged you a lot, which has made you feel um, unloved also. And so I'm seeing that in the current growth cycle, you're wanting to deal with those things. And I'm going to look for a past life that relates to this. I am I am seeing you in the French court. Um, so if you've ever seen any of those old movies where it's like, I don't know, they're, they're all wearing powdered wigs and their faces all made up and this kind of thing. And But again, you are in a male body, but you are um, you're wearing a, a gorgeous, outfit and a wig and you've got makeup on and you you it looks like you are oh you know what you are you're some kind of a uh, someone who who helps adorn the ladies but I'm seeing you with perfume and squirting perfume and uh, on them and pat, you know and helping them powder their wigs and this kind of thing so you're very um Creative and artistic, and also, to be honest, you look a little bit gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A little, bit of, little, a little bit of, you know, um, very um, ebullient and enthusiastic, and um, you really love, um, you know, fiddling with the ladies' hair and their outfits and all of this. So let's take a look what's coming up. And, and in that lifetime, you helped them look gorgeous. And, of course, they wanted to look gorgeous because they wanted to be loved or wanted to at least be found sexually attractive. You were getting them ready for, um, you know, balls and different social occasions and um, making them look irresistible. And um, you poured your whole life into helping other people um, What's the word? Get, attract, get what they wanted. Att- yeah, att- yeah, attract a mate, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I'm but I'm seeing that then you yourself felt well, somewhat it eluded you. Um, you 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 on the surface you were always really happy and um, but but underneath. You wanted some of the same things that these ladies that you were working on wanted, but you felt that you couldn't have it. That it, 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 it and and part of the reason was I'm seeing that you were actually um, homosexual. You were gay, and you know, and that's part of what made it difficult, although not impossible. I'm seeing in those days that that was quite actually you know, something that may not even have been swept under the carpet quite as much as it has been in 
recent years in you know in our current existences but but anyway it 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 looks like it just made things a bit more difficult for you okay it may not have yeah. been um received well in society being gay and 100 right. 200 so years some, ago yeah some judgment and some also feelings of um not being accepted not being accepted by others, and also some of that that you internalized. So again, I'm seeing that the current growth cycle in the current life directly maps to that past life because you're embarking on the beginning of a growth cycle where you're wanting to love and accept yourself more and wanting to work through any of your own internal self-criticism and also any judgment that is coming at you from other people to be able to withstand that and and realize that it's more their problem if they're judging you than it is yours. So 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 yeah, there it is in a nutshell, a growth cycle about loving yourself and accepting yourself. Okay. And the bad stuff that's happened to me is what? The stuff that has happened to you in this lifetime. Um well what I was seeing was um and, and and will you tell me um and we all have elements of this i must say but you know where we've been judged by others right so can, right you know i can see if i can see any more details about that but um well i'm seeing pictures of when you were a little girl actually and um pictures of your mom combing your hair and i don't know just Stuff about um, other people creating you in their idea of what was acceptable versus how you might have preferred to be yourself kind of thing. And then feeling like being you, purely you, is not accepted. You have to be something else, otherwise you'll be judged in some way. Okay, okay. Do you, What about any next few years? Any changes, anything going on? So this is up to you. You create your own reality, but from a spiritual growth perspective, it looks like you'll be, because you're working on opening your own aspect of self-love, you'll probably be creating situations for yourself that gives you opportunities to go into that. Okay. Okay, well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Cheryl. Thank you for the call, Cheryl. I'll put you on hold so you can continue to listen. Very interesting. Okay, um, mm-hmm. we're we're going to run out of time soon, so moving on to area code 917, bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. What's your name, please? Good afternoon. Thank you, ladies, for having your show. Uh, my name Aww. is Dina. Did you say Dina? What was your name? Tina. 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 Hi, Tina. Yes, hi. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I guess I want to ask about a relationship with Robert, and maybe that'll tell me about um, my past life and um, my son's father, Lewis. Maybe I can find out their relationships and all of this. Okay, so your son's father is called Lewis. And yeah, and my boyfriend. Is Robert. And what's your son's name? Najam. Najam. How do you spell that, honey? Okay. N-A-J-M. Nice. Okay. Thank you. But 
take a look at you, Tina, in the current life. Gosh, you look like a real firecracker. (laughs) 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 Looks like you're midway through a a cycle, which is... um, Oh, gosh, give me a moment. Let's see what this is about. Um, Well, I I don't know. It just feels like you just can't stop you, you know, that you're... It it, it feels like um, a very active growth cycle, a very creative growth cycle, um, you know, where you're... um, It just looks like expressing your creativity in as many ways as possible kind of thing. So I'm going to look for a past life now that... um, Okay, I've got um, one that's quite far down your personal timeline, so this will be an interesting one for us to look at. Okay, thank you. Well, it's funny. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, gosh, well, I hate to say this because it seems so stereotypical, but it's it's kind of like the archetypal caveman. <laughs> In a, in a hairy male body, munching on a you know piece of meat kind of thing, <laughs> uh, sitting by the fire. So um, pterodactyl. Uh, well, you know, I feel like it's, it's there's hairy there's hairy mammoths about that you go hunting for and things like this. So so um, yeah, let's see. And and the one thing that I pick up about you is that you are really super alert you know how some animals are super alert because their survival depends on it or that you know they're out hunting something so they need to look all around them and see everything and see any movement in the bushes because you know um it could be danger so there's that feeling about you you're sort of like while you're eating your eyes are darting everywhere you're looking all around you to um you know locate any signs of danger or any opportunities as well. Um, Very hypervigilant. <laughs> hypervigilant, yes, yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> Tina's busted. <laughs> I am busted. I'm like, I haven't said one word in there describing me. I'm sitting here trying to meditate. I'm trying to meditate and calm it down and everything. Like, okay, they got me. <laughs> well, you called the right show. We don't play around here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you Captain Caveman. Remember that commercial, that cartoon? Captain Caveman. I'm so embarrassed because I don't know why I have that much energy. (laughs) (laughs) But it is true, because that's exactly what I was seeing in the current lifetime as well. It's just like a ton of energy and all over the place and doing all sorts of stuff kind of thing. So, yeah, it's the same kind of a a vibe. Um, Anyway, let's see see what he does apart from looking around. (laughs) Yes, I just want to know about marriage with Robert. (laughs) Well, let's see if Robert's in this past life anywhere. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, it looks like he is. 
and I'm not seeing him clearly yet. I'm seeing his energy, but I'm not seeing the body that he was in. So, um, but it, it feels as the feeling I'm getting is that he was sort of like a wise person that you mm-hmm. visited to um, ask questions of and receive wisdom from. Um, so it looks like he's not somebody that's part of your little group, but he's somebody that you might from time to time travel to because he has special knowledge that you don't have in some way. Um, yes, yes, he's the opposite. He's not fiery like me, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and actually, yeah, the, the energy is very calm. Um <laughs> <laughs> unstable. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so well anyway, so that's the the what's coming up is that um and I'll see whether Lewis your um son father was in this lifetime. Yes. I and it looks like he was as well, um, but he was part of your tribal group and um I'm actually seeing, I'm getting the, the the sense of him running circles around you. It's almost like he might have been one of your children or something, but and I'm just mm-hmm. seeing like running circles around you, giving you a run for your own money kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> and then um, I'll see if your son's here too. Yes, yeah, so you see me clobbering him with the piece of meat? <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm seeing that he also was, a child of yours in yes, that he is a child. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my son? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so he, he, I'm seeing him be a, be a your, you know, your offspring, your baby in this lifetime. So isn't this interesting? Because this lifetime is a really long, 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 long time ago. And yet here are three characters that are in your life today. Because that's like we were saying earlier, they're part of your soul group. And um, it looks like you've had... Many lifetimes with these different characters, um, you know, popping up and in and out, is uh, playing different roles to one another. Oh, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Can I mm. add something to this? Um, getting a very strong feeling, um, and Dr. Leslie, if you want to dovetail with me on this concept, but when I think of Robert in that past life, I hear the word and I feel it. I hear the word stolen. And it's as if Robert in the past life felt that she was stolen from him when he was in love with her. And somebody else won your heart or won your love, and and he was very hurt by this. So in this lifetime, he feels like he finally won the prize. That you're oh. like his queen, like he finally, he's finally on the other side, and he's a winner. There's win and loss and stolen, and he finally gets his heart's desire. Does that feel? Does that resonate with you, Doctor Leslie? I feel it's so strong. Yeah, you're you're reading a different lifetime now. You're reading a more recent lifetime, um, wow. and um, it looks like it's a lifetime. Similar to the one we read for somebody in the French court, but it's not the French court, but it's in Europe, and it's at the time where the nobility would be making arranged marriages. And Mm. it looks like you were in a female body, very beautiful, but 
highly marketable, um, sort of like a princess of, of some kind. I feel like it might have even been the Russian court, but but it's like um, you they didn't marry for love; they married for political arrangements. And oh, wow. I'm seeing that um, I'm seeing that you uh, you and Robert loved one another, but it wasn't possible for you to be married because of his station in life was not um, equivalent to yours and because they married you for a political alliance to somebody from a neighboring kingdom of some kind that so that it's like now the two families are together and you know, therefore, there's cooperation between our nations kind of thing. And so, yeah, that's what the lifetime that Charlotte's picking up. And I'm seeing mm-hmm. that he was absolutely bereft. He he was. He he loved you so much. And he, um, yeah, it, it broke him to lose you in that oh, lifetime. Well, he, are you saying that he was affluent or he was not affluent? He was a what? He was affluent, are you saying? No, his... Yeah, affluent. Um, yeah, did he have money? No. Because... Well, well, hang on. I'm seeing he had... He did have some money, but but not... It, it's more about... You know how royalty goes. There's, like, different hierarchy, isn't it? You know, and, and you were on a higher echelon, a higher rung of that hierarchy than he wow. was. It's like you'd be a princess and he'd be, like, maybe some kind of lieutenant in the army or something like that. So he wasn't poor, but he certainly wasn't um, uber rich and he certainly wasn't royalty either. It looks like he was um, some kind of soldier that was stationed in the palace that had some duties in terms of guarding and keeping the royal family safe. And that's how you got to know him. And he was quite young and you were teenage girl growing up and you had a crush on him and you get to know one another and he fell in love with you you fell in love with him but then um you know there's no way that that could have been allowed to be a marriage because of who you each were yeah oh isn't that that is very interesting that's i was thinking because i was saying he's affluent now so that's i was like wow oh yeah he's wealthy now oh man Mm -hmm. Soul choices. Well, yeah. Uh, soul choices, yeah. So, and, and how do I, um, do you have emails? How do I reach you, Charlotte? Oh, you can go to my website, sweetheart. Go to spiritualinsightsradio.com. Okay. And you can send me an email. Um, and Dr. Leslie's website is drlesliephillips.com with two L's in Phillips. And Leslie is L E S L E Y. Okay. Spiritualinsightswebsite.com. Yes, and you can listen to the archive of this, and I say it in the beginning of the show. Oh, thank you guys so much. So thank if, you. If this, is, this is being recorded, so if you want Robert to hear this, he might find it very interesting. Well, I sure will. Thank you. And okay. Do you have a show? When does your show come on, Charlotte? I'm on, I'm, I'm taking a little time off, but um, I'm on um, at least once a week, and then once I pick back up, I'm on three, four times a week or more. And we, oh, okay. we specialize in this stuff. I do dream interpretation, uh, psychic readings. Uh, we explore all different metaphysical topics. And we just have a blast, and we share a lot of information. Just about everybody takes takes notes. Oh, that's 
Oh, thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, Appreciate you're your welcome. call. You have a good evening. You too, you Tina. Too. That was great. Okay, I want to try to, um, we have a, a little bit of time. Can you take a, a, two more calls, Dr. Leslie? Sure. Okay, sure. just because they've been waiting so long, I don't want to let them down. Yeah. Uh, area code 720 and area code 206, I'll get to you after uh, this next call. So bringing you live on the air, area code 720. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for your patience. What's your name? You've been waiting a while. Oh, well, it's worth a while, I'm sure. Oh, My good. name is Cheyenne, and I'm calling nice. from Denver, Colorado, ladies. Nice to. I love when people give their locations. I didn't have time to look any up today, but it's nice to mm-hmm. see who's calling from around the country and around the world. So, how can we help you, uh, Diane? What is your question for Dr. Leslie? Well, I would love to know how my present situation um, today stands with uh, maybe a past life um, and, um, you know, how it relates to each other and where I'm at today, you know, compared to maybe a lifetime that I lived before, and whatever you come up with would be um, wonderful. I'm open. Okay. What what aspect? Is it relationship, uh, relationships, work? Um, Yeah, relationship. Um, Okay. Yes. And by the way, um, you sound like you're from New York. I'm from Long Island. Oh, I'm from South Philly. I grew up in South Philly, but thank you. (laughs) That's a compliment. (laughs) Okay, Diane, so um, is there a particular present time relationship or relationship situation that you're referring to when you steer us in that direction? Yes, um, definitely um, with a, a person I'm living with now. Um, I know that I have had many lifetimes probably with this person, and I want to know how it's currently affecting, mm-hmm. you know, my my past lifetimes with him and what the reason is for what is my what is my purpose and what's his first name his name is dave dave okay all right we'll take a look at that we'll look at you in present time reality first like you're in a cycle right now that's like searching for answers searching for answers Um, well and actually you just said that didn't you life purpose yeah Mm -hmm. because it's like you're sort of really wide open uh, with asking question you know what's the what's the meaning of my life but I'm seeing that part of what you're doing when you're doing that is that you're not realizing that you actually already have the answer to that. So you're opening your, yourself up to all sorts of other energies and opinions on what that might be, and that's confusing you. Um, mm-hmm. And so turning within to just focus on what you know about you, I'm seeing, would be more helpful for you. Anyway, that said, let's look for a past life that relates to that and that might also have Dave in it. Okay, and one comes up, which is about a third of the way down your timeline, and let's take a look. I'm seeing you be in a female body, and you are a herbalist. And you are in um, 
uh, it's a lovely garden. It feels like it's in the grounds of a chateau or a manor house or something. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a medicinal herb garden, beautifully laid out and deliberately planted with the medicinal herbs of the day. And you work in this castle or chateau or mansion, whatever it is, you work um you you work well it feels like they've got both a culinary herb garden and a medicinal herb garden, but your expertise is definitely in herbalism, and so you um if anyone is ill in any way, you um come up with you know a potion or a lotion. <laughs> Or wow. a tincture or something that will help them with their issue. And I'm seeing it's not just medicinal things. It's even like, I don't know, little love potions. You make like a little sachet of herbs for somebody to carry around with them. Um, <laughs> you know, so there's a little bit of... I need my own. A <laughs> little bit of so, magic so as well. Basically, she was a metaphysician like us. Yeah. Yeah, with a special, with an expertise in herbs and healing. And, wow. Um, and also, um, you know, I'm seeing that what you did crossed over a little bit into the kitchen in that, you know, sometimes you'd um, give the cook advice about, well, if you just add this herb in with this <laughs> dish, at the same, you know, it will help with this, and at the same time, be delicious kind of thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. I do that now. Let me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me see. Um, I'm looking for Dave in this life now. I do. If you want to increase money, cook with basil and mm. put it in your bath water. Basil's excellent, mm. excellent for money. Oh boy, I need some. That's a good tip. So, um, Dave is also somebody who lives in this place and he is he looks more like he'd be kind of like a footman or somebody something like that somebody who is upstairs and downstairs you know somebody who's um uh well is he a footman or does he look after one of the gentlemen in the house that's more a different name isn't it Ooh. anyway he he works there like you do and mm-hmm. You're both kind of middle-aged at the time that I'm looking at you. And Mm. it looks like it's a sort of classic sort of servant's quarters arrangement. But um, you have... Actually, you have your own sort of special room for all your concoctions. It's like a little medieval laboratory. Um, And so it looks like you sleep in your special room there's like a little bench that you sleep on there and so so lucky for you you're outside of the main servants quarters and outside of the gaze of people who might gossip and so I'm seeing that you and the footman had a friendship and that your friendship became more than a friendship and that um because she looks like you were treat, treating him for something, so you're rubbing herbs onto his back, you know. 
<laughs> and um, I don't know, it just seems like, you know, the physical contact and all of that, and it, it just one thing led to another, and you became lovers. And so, um, and you had a great situation there with your little uh, laboratory that was sort of set <laughs> off away from the rest of the servants' quarters. And, and I'm seeing that this actually this relationship carried on for many years between you. Uh-huh. Um, and it wasn't out in the open for some reason. I guess it just mm-hmm. wasn't the way things were supposed to be. But, um, but yeah. Let me see if there's anything. No, I'm I'm seeing something else here. Well, I'm for some reason I'm seeing you deliver a baby. It's not your baby, so I don't know why I'm seeing it. So just give me a moment. Um, so it looks like this is also part you you participated in sort of midwifery and this kind of thing as well, mm-hmm. and. Um, why am I seeing this? Well, what I'm what I'm being told is that it looks like he um, was a widower and he had been married and he had children. Looks like you were never married and you didn't have children and you knew how to take care of not having children as well because of your herbal knowledge, but. Um, and so that's part of the reason also why you kept it secret was because he had grown children. But I'm seeing that his daughter um, had a baby and you delivered his daughter's baby. And somehow she had complications to do with her pregnancy. And so as the story evolved... You were able to tend to her and save her and look after her and save the baby. It looks like the baby wasn't well when it was born, and you you looked after it um, and 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 made it actually be okay. Uh-huh. And so and so then the family you be, you you became. You knew the rest of the family then after that. You became a friend of a dear friend of the family after that. Uh-huh. So it, it was a it was a very long and you know lovely relationship that you had, and um, and and so it's interesting if I go back to you know originally looking at you and this searching for meaning, you had so much depth of meaning in that life, and you knew what your life purpose was. And um, I wonder if there's any, is there any interest in herbs and herbalism or aromatherapy or anything like that in the current life? Oh, yes, definitely. I love plants and, um, you know, I definitely am a teacher um, in many modalities as far as, you know, giving of myself and information if I can help somebody. Um, And, uh, you know, um, as far as gardening, I love it and all that and, Everything that you said was so right on, yes. Um, But like I said, I need a love potion. I need a love potion (laughs) because I love Dave. I have been with him as a friend for over 25 years in this lifetime. I've dealt with so much from him, but yet I've Mm. grown so much 
from the, the things that he's put me through and whatever. And now that we're older, I want him to love me as he used to love me. And I sort of keep getting rejected. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, living with a person now because of, um, you know, certain circumstances that brought us back together. But now it's hard dealing with the person who loves, cares for me as, you know, as if he's watching over me, but not as a lover anymore. And I'm really having a hard time dealing with that because I want that back. Yeah. And it it actually looks like, um, and, you know, I mean, it's probably what I'm going to say doesn't sound very helpful, but... It's not you, it's him. I mean, it looks like he's going through some of his own internal stuff. And, um, you know, that that is... It looks like he doesn't feel that way about you because he doesn't feel that way about himself. And it looks like he's feeling depressed um, about some things and it looks like he's just not even dealing with getting older and life moving on so well. And it looks like he's quite judgmental about himself as well, so he judges himself for the way that he is. And it's a self-perpetuating nosedive into, you know, so... And it's it's so, hard because what can you do, you know, yeah. about it? Be- I know what you- he's going through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's going through a lot of court cases and a lot he's dealing with, but he's not a person that talks. So I said to him, you know, if it's not me, please tell me it's not me. You know what I mean? And I try to be his backbone. He He tries to be mine, but, you know, that... You know, we have been together so many times in this lifetime, and I'm grateful that now that I'm older, I want to be there for him, and I want him to be there for me. So, um, you know, just now clarifying that, you know, yes, Diane, instead of looking at yourself and being so selfish and stop thinking that he's the one being selfish, maybe I ought to look at both angles and just be as welcoming as I can, but he is very judgmental, yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, do you have any hits on the relationship, Shaw? Oh, no, I've been doing some technical stuff, but I do feel his, I do feel his uh, withdrawal and um, pessimism and just, it kind of like he's given up. To, you know, whatever whatever these scenarios are that he's going through, he just feels like throwing in a towel. He's tired. Yep. He feels very yep. tired. I'm tired too. Yeah. yeah, and and I feel exhausted, and I feel like what's the point? And and suicidal thoughts, and it's um very dark, a very dark place. And but you know, it's one of those you know you think about it, but you don't have the courage to do it, and you wouldn't do something like that. But it is yeah. that difficult for him, and it's making yeah. it that difficult for you. And emotionally, it feels, and you tell me, but it feels and looks to me like he's siphoning energy from you just to survive. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, yes. Just to survive. Well, he's a narcissist. He's a narcissist, so he definitely sucks the life out of me, and I feel it, and I have been so severely depressed myself. Okay. But um, 
you know, it's just getting on talk, Blog Talk Radio and, and reaching out to people to clarify, to, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm very intuitive. Uh, I want to learn about my own gifts and expand my own consciousness and what I know is real. Then continue um, listening to the show because we present I continue all of that. To, Everybody, you know what I mean? And that yeah. is my getaway. That is my learning, which okay. in essence I give out to people. Well, yeah. here's I what think, I would suggest. You know, I would suggest you get a session with Dr. Leslie because with him siphoning your energy, there's a definite chakra issue because uh-huh. that's where he's getting your energy from is out of your chakras. And Dr. Leslie can take you through a session to help you protect yourself. And uh-huh. if, when yeah. you change inside you, the law of energy is that Dave will change. He can't avoid it. Okay. Dr. Leslie? Okay. Yeah, the only other thing I wanted to say, just because the theme of the show is past lives, this, this um, Diane's example is um, gives us another um, point to make, and that is that sometimes I see what will come up with a past life as a past life where you had uh, a gift, something that you could do really, really well. And possible to plug and play that gift in the present lifetime right so sometimes a past life will come up because it's telling you a gift or an ability that you have and you wouldn't have to learn it all over again in this lifetime you just have to tap into what you already know because you already developed that ability i see Mm -hmm. i see well i Thank you so much today for taking your time with me. I hope you both have a blessed Christmas and a happy, healthy 2015. Thank you so much, Thank you. You have a lovely day, ladies. Bye. Bye. Hello? I'm sorry, I, I forgot to unmute my headset. I was saying thank you to um, Diane there, and it was very. That was a very interesting call. But before we go to the last call, we have around ten minutes. Um, I wanted to reiterate our website addresses. Dr. Leslie's is drlesliephillips.com, and Leslie is spelled L-E-S-L-E-Y Phillips with two L's. My website is spiritualinsightsradio.com. Poke around. You can listen to other episodes and also see upcoming schedules because Dr. Leslie will be coming back uh, to take more calls and help more people. Anything you'd like to add before we go to the last call? And then we're going to have to hurry up because I I have to give you like a one-minute warning when it's about to go off the air. Okay. The only other thing is remember as a subscriber to my website, you get some free gifts. Okay. Yes. Check out the website and see what you can get. So let me bring on the last call, area code 206. You're live on the air. Hi, what is your name? Hi, my name is Catherine. Catherine. Hello, Catherine. With a K? With a K. Okay. And what is your question for Dr. Leslie? It'll be a little more abbreviated than the other readings, but we'll do our sure. best. Um, well, my question is about um, being hungry, food and being hungry. Like, I grew up, my mom was very great and cooked us homemade meals every night after work and I never had any food issues as a child but when I get hungry it's like my body goes into like a panic like my it doesn't like getting hungry so I just wonder if there's some past life about being in starvation or I don't know where that comes from 
That's a really interesting question. I love it. All right, so let's take a look. Um, well, I, I'm seeing that there's um, energetically in the current body some kind of issue going on in the solar plexus chakra, um, and that's the sh- that's the chakra that deals with energy distribution. Um, you know, and it may be that there's something going on uh, metabolically in the physical body as well. So, um, but I will look and see if there's a past life also. And of course, you know, um, there's so many different opportunities on this planet to have different kinds of experiences. And of course, absolutely, you have had past lives where you've gone hungry and there's actually a number of them lighting up. And I'll choose one of them just to get a glimpse into. Um, Well... I'm seeing you in a male body and you're very emaciated. It's a long time ago, um, but it reminds me of some of the photographs we see from the uh, concentration camps in the Second World War, that type of emaciation. But it's not at that time. It's much further away in time and your skin is brown and you're in a um, more of a southern location. Um, It feels like might be in India somewhere and um, well what I'm seeing is that you have been um, captured for some reason and are being punished for some reason and it looks like they have you in shackles at the bottom of a I feel like it's a temple wall or something and um, and you, you're basically sitting there wasting away um and to see if i can see what what you did to get yourself into that kind of a situation you defiled the temple (laughs) you defiled the temple um you defiled the temple and you were caught defiling the temple and then you were um placed at the bottom of the temple um, to pay kind of a penance and um, why we why you were defiling the temple was that you um, you were questioning the belief system you were questioning God it looks like some difficult things that happened in your life and you said well, as as often we do, well, there can't be a God then if something so dreadful as this can happen, uh, you know. And so, you know, in a fit of um, anger and pain and all of that, you scratched off some symbols and urinated on the temple wall and you were caught and put down there and left to starve. So... Um, so starvation in that past life is directly linked to you expressing your grief and your emotional pain and mm. um and also your um well questioning your spiritual beliefs as well and does that have anything to do with right now in the current lifetime 
Um, not so not that I could see. Well, probably mm. my parents didn't uh, really express much. Like we grew up in kind of a quiet household that we didn't really talk yeah. about things like that. I could see that. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's almost seeing with like a cloud over it. It's almost like you haven't decided what it is that you believe about it. Um. But anyway, yeah, I feel like with the question of the hunger, there's de- some definite stuff um, with respect to energy distribution in the body, and you just might want to get that checked out energetically by uh, an energy healer, and you right. might even want to t- go to the physician as well and just have some, you know, see if everything in your metabolism is functioning as it should. Right. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you for your call, Catherine. Take care. Uh, Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. All right. Wow. Excellent show. That was a lot of fun, a lot of great stuff Mm -hmm. coming out. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in and for all the great callers with all your um, unique situations. And thank you, Dr. Leslie, for all the wonderful information and for sharing your gift with everyone. You're welcome. It was fun. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, that's our show for today. Go to the website, spiritualinsightsradio.com, to see upcoming episodes with Dr. Leslie, which will be scheduled soon. And until next time, everyone, God bless and be at peace.